Lucius walked beneath a sky torn and shredded by storms. He had died beneath a sky like this, in a shattered temple far from what the 15th Legion called, with stultifying literalness, the planet of the sorcerers. The Emperor's children had splintered in the wake of Fulgrim's apotheosis on Idris. Some had followed the Primarch to answer a summons from the Warmaster, while others seized Legion ships to strike out on their own. But a black mood had all but consumed Lucius since Idris. He had died, but that wasn't why he brooded. He had been beaten. A raven named Nikona Sharakin had actually killed him, and had taken no satisfaction from that supremely unlikely feat. That rankled. That hurt. Lucius did not know what intervention had brought him back, whether it had been some higher power or the lunatic science of Fabius, and didn't much care. Now he had something to prove, to himself more than anyone else. He was Lucius the swordsman. No one was more skilled with a blade. Lucius first heard of Sanact from a preening pretty boy named Hathor Mart, a legionary who reminded Lucius so much of his younger self that he'd wanted to kill him there and then. Mart told Lucius that Sanact was a student of the ancient schools of swordsmanship, a warrior of unsurpassed skill whose defeat remained unseen by the Corvidae's most gifted scryers. Lucius didn't know who the Corvidae were, but was willing to bet that they had not factored him into their visions. And so he had abandoned the rest of his legion, as much as the rabble Fulgrim left behind could still be called that, and set off to find this Sanact. The one constant that Lucius came to appreciate of the Crimson King's adopted homeworld was that nothing was constant. He had been walking for what felt like forever, but his destination came no closer. Sometimes, Sanak's tower appeared to be no larger than a gunship, hovering over glassy plains that reflected a sky that did not match the one above. Other times, it rose from distant mountains, a stalagmite of such colossal proportions that it was a mountain itself. Always, it was just ahead of him, taunting him, drawing him on. 